Slumdog Millionaire. Be honest with you, got to be one of my favorite movies of all time. If you've ever paid attention to it, you know what goes on. There's someone from the slums who basically gets the opportunity to be on the game show that you and I know. Who wants to be a millionaire? And the entire movie is centered around him answering those questions. But in it, you actually get a picture of what a lot of people desire, and that is to be a millionaire. I'm Dr. Levi Skipper, Evangelism Catalyst for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, and you're listening to No Sweat Evangelism, my podcast designed to help you make sharing your faith a priority. I'm super excited today. I have Rick Bisadecki on the line. He's just finished writing a brand new blog entitled Want to Be a Millionaire. So first of all, Rick, fired up that you're here. Tell everybody who's listening right now where you are currently serving. Presently, I live here in Cartersville, Georgia. I'm serving in the Northwest region for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Uh, Excited to look out my windows every day and see the gorgeous mountains of Georgia and think about all the people who live up here. That's awesome, man. You know, it's interesting as I read through the blog that you put in, just the whole concept. So let me ask you, when it comes to this concept of wanting to be a a billionaire, uh, where have you seen the topic of following routines and universal principles really discussed? Well, even in the past couple of weeks, as I look through business articles and you know, journal stuff and, and different websites. I get a regular feed of those kind of things. Uh, article after article, page after page, website after website. Uh, everybody's coming up with their own little list of here are the habits of millionaires. Here are the habits of billionaires. And it and it has the, uh, the idea for anybody, if they follow these kind of principles, they could be a millionaire or billionaire too. So I'm seeing it everywhere. Well, I do know uh, when I hear you say all that, I'm thinking to myself, all right, this is a podcast about evangelism, right? So how does what you're saying have anything whatsoever to do with evangelism? Well, I think that principles, universal principles, uh, can apply in business, they can apply in sports, and they can apply even for us spiritually. Uh, and it, I often think in my spiritual life, if I could just do it like uh, Michael Phelps, you know, you're familiar with the Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. uh, the dude who's way too skinny and way too tall. Um, he, he made it a goal. Him and his trainer made it a goal uh, to be the best swimmer in the world. And every time they trained, it was their goal and their desire to be 1% better. Mm. And every time they trained, they worked on that and they worked on that just 1% at a time. But their goal was to be the best swimmer on the planet. And he reached that goal. Um, it was incredible for him to get there. So I, I like applying that to, to my spiritual life too. My, my goal, I can follow principles of working hard and doing these things. Uh, and and I, can, I can be spiritually mature and I can see many people come to know Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. So if you think about it, even as you're sharing that, I thought about a book I read uh, several years ago called 212 Degrees. But the idea was simply that at 211 degrees, water's hot, but at 212 degrees, it is boiling. And then that boiling water becomes steam and it can actually power a train. I remember that book, man, super encouraging, but also challenged you to kind of do better on a regular basis. And really, as I read through your blog, I thought, okay, So as a follower of Jesus, what you're saying is we should really set a goal when it comes to evangelism. Is that what you're getting at? 
Yeah, you know, every Christ follower is a cross-bearer, and every cross-bearer is a missionary. That means everybody who claims to be a follower of Jesus is the missionary. And if and if every one of us is a missionary, man, we really need to be able to take seriously the thing of bringing the good news of Jesus to every man, woman, boy, and girl on the planet starting across the street. And yeah, so I, I think I think every believer ought to prioritize every day of their life how many people they can have God conversations with. That's pretty awesome. So let me let me ask you this then, because I know some people may be listening. They're like, set a goal for talking about the Lord. Like, where is the Holy Spirit involved in that? How, how would you respond to somebody who may give you that statement? Well, you know, the Holy Spirit inspired the scriptures, right? Yeah. And in the scriptures, it says, go, therefore, it's that word peruathentos. It's while you're going, make disciples. So we've already been commanded to do it. Right. The Holy Spirit has, uh, through the pages of scriptures, commanded us to go tell people. And now it's our part to figure out how to go do that. I think it's just an act of obedience. I like it, man. And it, I, I think I would agree completely with what you're saying. Or I don't think I would. I know I would. Because reality is whenever I really set a goal to say, Let's, I want to share the gospel before this week is out. I want to make sure I share Jesus with someone. What it does for me is it just puts me on hypersensitivity to the conversations that I'm having with people. And I'm looking for those opportunities. But to be honest with you, I don't think I would actually be hypersensitive to conversations with individuals if I didn't have that set as a goal. You know, the uh, the article is titled, So You Want to Be a Millionaire. I heard a long time ago that the average millionaire looks at his goals, his priorities, his mission statement once a day. But the average billionaire looks at his three times a day. It's almost as if it is so important and so much is on the line that I need to be reminded on a regular basis what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm all about. Uh, and, and I think this applies really in spiritual stuff, too. I, I need to, to put in front of me that I have this this responsibility. The gospel, the good news is not going to get out unless I get off the sofa and hit the beat. You know, that that if I'm every place I go, I ought to be looking for God opportunities, not just beating somebody up with a Bible or, you know, walking around with my placard and everybody's going to hell. While those can be good things in the proper context, uh, I just think, man, I I want to look for every opportunity I can to keep as many people out of hell as possible. Yeah, I love it, man. That's why you're on this evangelism team. I'm blessed to be able to serve alongside you. So let me just ask you very practically, right? How do you how do you keep it in front of you, Rick? Because you're saying, all right, a millionaire who reminds himself every day of what his goal is, a billionaire three times a day. What about you when it comes to evangelism, right? How do you keep that in front of you? Do you have that written somewhere? What do you do? Well, when I first started doing it, I would put posters up. I would have in my office at the church. I would put it on my desk. You know, how many how many people are stepping into eternity every minute or every hour, or every day? Mm. Uh, so I would have physical or you know visual reminders of that. But I've been doing it so long that I've ingrained it finally as a habit. So like when my wife and I go out to dinner, we know there's an expectation that hope we're ho- going to hopefully share Jesus with the waiter or waitress. We're, we're going to ask, uh, you know, hey, uh, we're going to really pray for our meal. How can we pray for you? And it opens the door in a very gentle way to be able to share Jesus with people. Uh, My wife and I just, uh, you know, built a house uh, here in Cartersville. And and while we were working through that process, every 
guy who was working on the, the house that we ran into, we tried to have God conversations. All the construction folks, even the ones in Spanish, <laughs> he, yeah. so much so that we wrote Bible verses on the two-by-fours as the house was being built, and I even wrote the Roman road in Spanish verses all through the house so that I would have the opportunity, whether I was there or not, to intentionally point somebody to Jesus. So every place I go, the gas station, Walmart, you know, it's it's inconvenient. Uh, it's It costs me. Um, I, I don't... I, I want to be doing something else sometimes. And yet... It's like fire shot up in my bones. It's like uh, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5. It's, you know, we see everybody differently because of the gospel. And we we know it's our job as ministers of reconciliation. We we ought to be compelling people on on God's behalf, or Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. It, it ought to be. It ought to drive us every day. So when I before my feet hit the ground every morning, I pray, God, give me wisdom today and help me represent you well. And Lord, help me to have a conversation that points somebody to you. Yeah, man, I dig that tremendously. And I'll have to say, having been uh, out to eat with you, I've actually seen you in action. So uh, I've seen you ask the waiter. Not just eating the extra fries, but, you know. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, man. And you're literally saying, (laughs) hey, how can we pray for you? Yeah, I love that, man. I think that's tremendous and a great way, obviously, to, to begin, you know, having a spiritual conversation. You know, in, in the blog as well, you talk a little bit about studying. Uh, talk to everybody about what you're getting at here. How does that kind of fall in line with, okay, we got to set goals, but then you got this thing about studying. That seems like a lot of work. So uh, what do you mean by that? So and looking at it, the first thing to do is we need to know our destination or goal. The second thing, we need to know what it takes to get to our destination or goal. And if, if that's the case, I need to, you know, I need to be willing to learn what it takes to understand my culture and to be able to speak to the culture um, the way they can get it, so the way they can understand the gospel. And so I need to be studying the scriptures to figure out what what they say about pointing somebody to Jesus, and I need to keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on in the culture. I need to read what what people see as authoritative, uh, cultural shapers, influencers, at least being aware of what they talk about, what's important to them, and being able to figure out from what they're writing, from what they're saying, from what they're doing on their their social media, um, how they see the world and how I can share the gospel with that world. So, And it takes a lot of work, but if we're going to accomplish our goal of being a good ambassador, if I'm, if I'm sent to another country, I'm going to learn the culture, I'm going to learn the language, I'm going to know what to say and what not to say so that I don't you know, say something stupid in front of a bunch of people. And really, as a Christ follower, it's part of our responsibility to know the scriptures and to know the culture. And just like the Apostle Paul, when he was speaking to to Greek people, he understood their poets, he understood their philosophers, and he spoke uh, powerful truths that pointed them to Jesus. Yeah, man, that's legit. I dig that tremendously. You know, as I think about this, kind of getting to the last question, let me just kind of throw this out for everybody who is listening right now. Just a reminder to you, especially if you're a pastor, you're on staff at a church, there is an awesome tool available for you on our Georgia Baptist Mission Board website. It's a church assessment. If you take that assessment, it actually puts right in front of you 
a couple of areas where you can really focus on growing your church family. So let me encourage you, if you hadn't checked that out yet, you go to Georgia Baptist Mission Board website, jump on there, you'll run right into that church assessment. Take it, it'll be a valuable, valuable tool to you. So Rick, again, pumped that you've written this, you know, very short blog, but just powerful insight here. Last question I want to ask you here is, do do you think a person can coast into obedience or evangelism? (laughs) That's a great question. Uh, You know, I I, I look at me, I I can be lazy. You know, I can be self-centered. I can do it all about me, right? And I can know all the right things in the world. But unless I am intentional to do something about it, it's not going to happen. You know, it's often said, and I, and I wrote this too, it's often said the biggest gap in the world is between knowing what you ought to do and actually doing it. And I think if we can intentionally know what we need to do and make one step at a time towards obedience, man, I, I, I don't think we can just slide into it. I think we have to make the purpose in our hearts. You know, like like Paul said, forgetting the things behind, reaching forward to what is ahead. I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. You know, Paul made it his purpose to obediently get up and act. And we as Christians, we can't just, you know, we can sit our way into heaven. Great. But I want to bring as many people to heaven with me as possible. And if I'm going to do that, I have to intentionally get up and act or open my mouth and let the words of the good news come out. Otherwise, uh, it's not going to happen. That's right. That's good stuff, man. Very good stuff. You know, I'm super pumped for people to get an opportunity to take a look at this blog. You can actually see that on, again, our website, georgiabaptist.org forward slash evangelism. You'll find that particular blog, which I know will be a great help to you. Rick, man, I'm, I'm, again, pumped that you're on the team, grateful for what God's doing in and through you. Northwest Georgia has a friend in Rick Bisadecki when it comes to evangelism. So if you need any further help or insight, feel free to reach out to us uh, via online or call the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. We'll be more than happy to do whatever we possibly can to help you. Matter of fact, just want to remind you, we've put out a new resource called No Sweat Evangelism. This really is a way for you and a small group or you and your whole church to learn to share Jesus. So take an opportunity, visit nosweatevangelism.com. That's nosweatevangelism.com. Also, do us a huge favor. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends. It really helps us out tremendously. And this has been a production of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Special thanks to our producer, John Graham. And stay tuned, my Jesus-following friends. Another episode is on the horizon.